Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in, everybody. Final hour, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike are out. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin are in. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. If you've missed any of the show, uh, make sure to go back and download the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Uh, By the way, Jason Martin and I will be back on Monday recapping the college football playoff. Jason and Mike will be back on Tuesday But if you missed any of the show, make sure to download the podcast. A lot of talk about college football, Jason. But I do think it is probably time to get to what should be another just really fun weekend in the NFL. Let me me start by saying this. We, We don't have to spend a ton of time talking about this. But I'll give you and I credit. So you and I are on air every Saturday from 8 to 11 Pacific, 11 to 2 a.m. Eastern. And I bring it up because two years ago, Christmas Day fell on our Saturday shift, and there was a Browns-Packers game. I'll never forget this. Aaron Rodgers was obviously still there. Baker Mayfield was was with Cleveland. And it just felt like the world was watching that game, and nobody was paying attention to the NBA. And maybe that's a little bit of hyperbole, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But I bring it up because 2020 was the first year that there was Christmas Day NFL, and I won't 
relitigate everything, but I bring it up because that year they they had one game, then that 2021 year went to two games. And I remember talking to you at the time. I said or we we said it feels like the NFL has basically just hijacked Christmas Day from the NBA. Well, I bring it up to come full circle to what we saw last Sunday into Monday where, my goodness, Jason, between the Chiefs game, between the Philly-New York game, and, of course, the late game with Baltimore and uh, San Francisco, I mean, everyone's seen the numbers by now, but 30-plus million essentially for all the games in terms of viewership, basically 10x what the NBA drew on that day. Uh, You know, another successful weekend last weekend in the NFL, obviously going into a crucial and critical weekend this year. NBA season should start on Christmas Day. Short of that, if you're going to have this in-season tournament, maybe it should culminate on Christmas Day or it should culminate somewhere around it at the very least so that you have something extra because if you're getting down to the nitty-gritty of the regular season in the NFL – uh, good luck getting somebody to care about NBA regular season games in in December. Like it's just there's so much more of the season that is still left to go that the value proposition is just flat out not there. And I remember the days when the NBA did own Christmas Day, and that was part of the day. Like what it was for me is we'd wake up, we'd do the gifts, probably go to the movie theater because it was always a day that I like to go to the go to the movies and. Outside of that, I watched a lot of NBA games. I knew the Knicks were probably going to be on right after we finished opening gifts. And then you'd get kind of a couple marquee matchups in the late afternoon window, maybe even the first primetime window. But once the NFL decided, yeah, you know what? We're not just going to punt on this day anymore. We're actually going to, we're actually going to go ahead and counter-program. The NBA was done because there is no comparison. There is no way that you can make one of 82 mean as much as one of 17. And as a result, I didn't watch the NBA at all. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't like the NBA. I really enjoy the NBA. I just didn't have time. And I had to pay attention to what was happening in football because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And last night, Arnie and me, now tonight, you and me, tomorrow, you and me. Um, the NBA right now, Outside of a couple of storylines, there's not anything really on the floor that's particularly interesting outside of a 28 consecutive loss Detroit Pistons team. There's just not much for the NBA to kind of hang its hat on because its season's already a month and a half in or however long it's been. They've already done the tournament. You had, There was nothing to generate interest. And so the NFL really was playing against an also-ran. Yeah, and it's just, you know, and, and by the way, for people, because I got a little bit of this pushback this week is, well, I mean, if, if the NFL decided to play, what is Adam Silver supposed to do? Well, that's that's not factually incorrect, but it is worth noting. This all started because if you remember, Jason, coming out of the bubble season of 2020, they play the bubble in the NBA, and coming out of that season... The, N- uh, the 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 league, the NBA, wanted to start the season on Christmas Day. Bubble ended mid-September, late September, whatever it was. They wanted to start on Christmas Day. And they got major pushback from the players. And I think they still ended up starting Christmas Day, but there was a window where it was like, are we going to start? Are we not going to start? What is going on? And that was kind of when the NFL was like, well, I mean, if, you, if there's going to be no sports, let's go ahead and eh, we'll just throw a game on. And I bring it up because I remember, you know, we just talked a lot about Arnie, but... 
I remember working that Christmas day with Arnie, and it was a Vikings-Saints game, and it did like 20 million viewers. And I just remember saying, obviously we didn't know it did 20 million viewers at the time, but I remember seeing that number and saying, oh boy, I think there's a Pandora's box that has been opened here. And so uh, it was a lot of the NBA's indecisiveness that has led to this. Now I think uh, the NFL is here to stay on Christmas Day. Really quick, I I should ask, um, you know, it was interesting, I was filling in with Anthony Gargano uh, earlier in the week who does a great NFL podcast with Brian Baldinger, and we kind of had a conversation about... Like next year, the uh, next year Christmas Day falls on a Wednesday. But based on the numbers that we saw, Jason, I got to imagine the NFL is going to find a way to get at least one to two games on Christmas Day, even if it is on a Wednesday. Do you think I'm crazy for saying that? Or do you think the numbers are so good that they just can't possibly give this up? I, I get it. I mean, I, I, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I, the argument of well, what if what is Adam Silver supposed to do? Well, he's again. If you're going to be forward thinking about everything else, then you probably need to be forward thinking about Christmas Day. You need to figure out something to make it stand out if you're going to continue doing this because you're no longer the only game in town. The monopoly is over, and you're not going to be able to. There's no reason for the NFL not to do it because they've got 30 million people watching on Christmas Day. Like there's, they, there's proof of concept right there. There used to be a bit of proof of concept for the NBA. So what do you do about it? Well, you find a way to be more creative, or you just accept the fact nobody's going to pay attention to your games. At which point, is it really worth it? At that point, to have people away from their families playing NBA games and doing all this on television. So I mean, I I I think what you're saying is right. Yeah, I, I'll be very curious. Again, it's a Wednesday. I'm not smart enough to know how the schedules work. If if you know you put two Thursday games the week before and then you just flip opponents, I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people in New York City at the at the NFL offices that, that that get paid a lot to figure that out. Really quick, since we're on the subject of of uh, Thanksgiving Day stuff, uh, we'll get to uh, maybe the Ravens 49ers here in the next segment as we start previewing and looking ahead to this this coming weekend, but. What I don't even know what to ask about. I was going to say Kansas City Chiefs. I was going to say, what do you make about them? But they're not very good right now. I guess my question is, we now have two weeks left in the regular season. They haven't even officially clinched the uh, division, let alone anything else. They are, you know, if they win a game, they're probably going to have to go on the road for the first time of the Patrick Mahomes era. And right now, I don't think it's a definitive thing that they're going to win a game, even as the AFC West champion, given what we just saw against uh, uh, against the Vegas Raiders the other day. What do you just make of this team? Because I think we've all seen it going in the wrong direction. But again, standalone game, Christmas Day, everybody's home. One of the highest-rated games of the season, and that was just a total debacle, man. They are not right. They haven't looked right for a good bit of time, and there's a couple of reasons. One, um, you got away with not having Tyreek Hill last year. You're not getting away with it this year because you also don't have Juju Smith-Schuster. You just don't necessarily have the weapons that you've had in the past secondarily, the offensive line is not what we thought it was going to be. Last year, it was better than it is this year. And I asked the question last week to you, is there a bit of a distraction because there's a lot of attention being paid to the Chiefs that has nothing to do with football right now? And 
if it's if it's not right if if that's not a fair thing to ask um get ready for it to be talked about anyway because you now don't have you can't really excuse it away because it is a difference having taylor swift in a bunch of boxes and being talked about all the time um that's a difference from what you saw last year but you are let's see what else changed from last year you also don't have eric Bieniemy mm-hmm. as your offensive coordinator so there are some differences here there are some changes here and i think that for the first time in his career Patrick Mahomes' face is indicating he's not having fun. And I've never seen that before, but we've seen adversity find them this year. And what happened? Well, we saw Mahomes and Andy Reid explode on an officiating crew for getting it right in a Kadarius-Tony situation. We've seen Patrick Mahomes yelling at an offensive line just in the last couple of weeks. He's frustrated because he's never dealt with this before. He's never... It's not that he hasn't been a magician and had to make plays that didn't seemingly look like they existed at times, but he's not being protected. They're not having an easy time of it. They are running into teams that I think know that they can be had right now and are coming after them. And you are seeing, for the first time, you're seeing adversity in Patrick Mahomes' career on the field where he's just not able to overcome some of the other deficiencies and what you're seeing is the same stuff you saw with Tom Brady when they didn't have a lot of weapons in New England in the last few years and he was doing a lot of arguing on the sidelines so what we have learned is that Patrick Mahomes is indeed human like everybody else and that finally some other teams have caught them and some of their talent exodus is actually biting them right now so it's really funny you say that. Um, so I agree with everything. Um, and first of all, it's funny because when when Mahomes had the the situation with the refs and Andy Reid a few weeks ago had a situation with the refs, I did put out something on social media about oh you know first adversity that he's faced da 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 da. And I achieved adversity. Uh, uh, he overcame a double digit deficit in the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? And I'm like, that's that's a caviar problem right there. Okay, you know. Uh, that's not ad- like being in the Super Bowl and being down in the Super Bowl is not adversity. Adversity is what Trevor Lawrence dealt with in year one with Urban Meyer. Adversity is what Justin Herbert has dealt with his entire career between Anthony Lynn and um, and Brandon Staley. Let me ask you, because Gargano and I got into this the other day. He didn't seem to have a problem with it. I, I sort of did. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and get on my high horse and pretend that I care that much. But did 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 Mahomes cross a line? from frustrated to whiny and pouty last week. And, and let me just say this. I understand I understand you're frustrated. You're getting the, the crap kicked out of you. The offensive line's not blocking whatever. And I understand that we've seen quarterbacks raise their voice at teammates before. Because every time you criticize anybody, it's like, well, I mean, Tom Brady used to yell at his teammates and you guys loved right. him. I felt like Mahomes last week went from trying to be motivational to just being pouty, just, you know, I don't know. Did, did, did the facial expression, the body language, did it cross a line, or does he have that right based on just how bad everybody else around him was playing? It's difficult because you can, I mean, I think two things are, I, I think that he does, he does have some level of right because we know how good he actually is, but you can't give him a pass because you'd give almost nobody else a pass. He might be frustrated, but there's a little bit of a diva tendency that's popped out 
here in this last few weeks. And it's just not the Patrick Mahomes we've seen. I think that the reason why the critique and, and the fact that we're noticing it so much is because it's rare. Like, this is not the Patrick Mahomes we've seen. We've seen it with some of his family members, but we've never seen it with him before. And you are seeing a Patrick Mahomes that I think in his face he's just basically telling you this is not our year and this is not the way this is supposed to go for us because it just doesn't go this way. He's kind of lived on a cloud a lot during his career. He's been able to kind of waltz right on through. And because of his unbelievable talent, his amazing football football IQ and things of that nature, but he's been surrounded by, you know, one of the greatest offensive minds ever in Andy Reid. They have played things right most of these years, but eventually you got to have the dudes. And they don't have the dudes, and I think that's the thing that maybe is even more frustrating is his guys aren't getting open for him down the field, and if you marry that to the fact that his offensive line can't block anybody, he doesn't have time, and nobody's getting separation, so how are they supposed to move the football? All told, it just looks like I, – I don't know what the matchup's going to be, but I and I know that until somebody knocks off Kansas City, it would be foolish to bet against them. Uh, I guess I'm going to be a fool then because I, I am completely out – on Kansas City at this point. I just don't think they have the – they don't even look like a playoff team to me right now, though they will make it, and Mahomes is going to give them a chance. It just doesn't look right, and I feel like at this point it needs to look right or you're going to get beat, and I think they're going to get beat. Yeah, and I, the last thing I'll say is, you know, I think we all think that, hey, you know, there's been moments in time, whether it's this team, whether it's whoever – Oh, they got time to figure it out. The Eagles, the Bills, the whoever. You got two weeks left in the season, and you're playing in that first weekend of the uh, of the playoffs. So, I, I just think they are who they are at this point. You know, I think even a team like Dallas, we're still trying to figure out. Philly, can they get right with a soft schedule down the stretch? Buffalo, what do we make of them coming off that close win, but but playing better football? I think the Chiefs just are who they are. And that's not very good right now. Fox Sports Radio, this is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon are out. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin are in. When we come back, we'll discuss the big game tomorrow. That's right, Saturday NFL, Detroit and Dallas. Looking forward to that one. We got plenty to discuss there. Should mention, by the way, winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive all-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is also available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires. It's pretty cool. They bring new tires to you at home or at work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Jason Smith Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon are out. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin are in. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. So, we have talked, by the way, we've talked quite a bit uh, about college football. If you missed any of our conversation about the Ohio State-Missouri Cotton Bowl game, which certainly created some, uh, certainly some emotions in the uh, Ohio State and college football communities, uh, make sure to go back and download the podcast. With that said, though, Jason, here's the thing. We got ourselves a pretty darn big NFL game tomorrow. Huge. Saturday. So it's, it's actually Saturday. So today, depending on where you are in the country, but... You know, we get these Saturday games. Listen, Jason, I'll say this, man. Like, I know a lot of time and thought gets put into this schedule. But the NFL has gotten kind of lucky over the last, you know, month. It just feels like, you know, who could have imagined how big Dolphins-Cowboys ended up being? 
you know, obviously Ravens 49ers felt big on paper, but, you know, number one seed versus number one seed. And now you have this 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 game tomorrow night with the the feel good Detroit Lions. They clinch the division um, with the Dallas Cowboys that obviously they're always a storyline. But like, my goodness, does this team need a win coming off two straight losses? I'm fascinated by this. You know, I know Detroit has clinched the division, but Detroit doesn't back down from anybody. And I am so excited for this game. Should mention, by the way, you and I are on at 11 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. So if you're in front of a a radio and you want to hear some live reaction, Jason and I will be doing it tomorrow. But Jason, I mean, you just talk about a, a stroke of luck for this league. This should be a great, great game in a standalone Saturday night window. Yeah, it absolutely should. Should be outstanding. Um, big game for the Cowboys, and then you look at the Lions with a chance at the one seed, and just. You got the recipe uh, for something really special. You get golf indoors, which is nice, uh, because they even though they play on the road and the Lions are a much better home team, as is Dallas, at least inside, you expect golf still probably with that offense should be rolling. You've got that Dallas defense that kind of needs to prove again the nastiness that they had early in the year that's kind of disappeared over the last three, four weeks. Uh, so they're going to be out, I think, to make a statement and sort of reemerge on the scene. So you have the recipe for something really special. But you're right in terms of it feels like every week it's, oh, this is the biggest game of the season. It's happened like three, four weeks in a row now where there's been something, and it's usually been in prime time. They've, they've done well with Mondays. They've had a couple of Thursday bangers. But Monday and Sunday night games, they've just had, at least on paper, they've had the matchups that you want. Uh, and this is this is another example because it's going to be perfect for us because we get to come on as the game's on, then react to it after the fact, and it is a big-time matchup. And uh, it's kind of incredible because if you had gone in the Wayback Machine as far back as three years and found a Detroit Lions fan and said, hey, you guys are going to be in prime time uh, going into New Year's Day, going into 2024 with a chance, potentially. You've already clinched a division, by the way, but you're going to have the chance to be the number one seed overall. You're going to be playing against the Dallas Cowboys in a possible you know, conference championship kind of matchup. They would call you insane, uh, but here we are, and I think there's a lot of credit that goes around to what the Lions organization has done the past few years, but it's going to be a great, great game. I can't wait to see it. So with Dallas, um, you know, obviously, look, the the term must win is is relative. Um, You know, you're playing a really good team, and right now, you know, you're on the outside looking in of the division. It seems very likely that you're going to be facing the NFC South champ as the top wild card. But it does kind of feel like it is sort of a must win for them. Two straight losses. And, and you know, I think the, the, the thing is, Jason, a couple things really, is one, that Eagles win felt great in the moment. Then they go ahead and lose to Seattle the following week. Uh, you know, the Giants, they beat, but it's the weird thing where Tommy DeVito gets benched, Tyrod Taylor comes in. So it's not must win because they're going to make the playoffs and, and their path is go essentially going to be what their path is. But you have that high of the Philadelphia win. Back-to-back losses. You get embarrassed one game. Frankly, you could have and maybe should have beaten the Dolphins in the next game. But, you know, nobody nobody cares about could have and should have and almost did. I just, I, I just feel like this is such a crucial game to get back some momentum 
and then of course you close uh, a week from now with Washington, so maybe get again a little bit of momentum going into these playoffs. Even if you probably aren't going to realistically win the division, this feels so crucial for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it does. Again, you, whatever you do against Washington is not going to make you feel good. Uh, if you beat them, then you beat nobody. If you lose to them, then that can make you feel bad, obviously. This is the one against a team that is, is, is kind of a measuring stick team, especially offensively, but it's a team that you're going to potentially have to deal with in the playoffs and a team that has been among the best in the league throughout the season. This is the statement for your own locker room to take into the playoffs and say we can compete and beat anybody. All that's happened in the last few weeks, we ran into a tough stretch against some tough teams. Everybody's done that. Uh, You think of Buffalo, they've gone through their stretch. Miami has had to prove it uh, throughout the year that they could actually beat top competition. Uh, Most people have struggled at some point. The Eagles in their own division, certainly there are question marks there. So there's a lot to point to provided that you beat the Lions. You show up and you do what you're supposed to do. You can get yourself back on the right track mentally and go into the playoffs feeling probably a lot better than you do right now. This is Fox Sports Radio. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin. We are filling in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Tell you what, Jason, I want to come back. One NBA story that I do think is worth discussing. A new twist this evening. We'll discuss that next. Before we do, though, final time this evening. Steve DeSager, what is trending? Hey, sports fans, if you liked Ohio State's offense tonight, you will love seeing Iowa on Monday. Oh! Iowa, against Tennessee. Against the freshman quarterback, by the way. So <laughs> that might that has 3 nothing in all over it. In Orlando. You know, that Sun Bowl had, it wasn't just opt-outs. It was transfers. It was two different coaching staffs now. Eventually, Notre Dame beat Oregon State 40-8. to Oregon State is a team, 16 carries, two yards rushing, including four sacks. Offense, 10 drives, 10 first downs. Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl tonight, 11 drives, 12 first downs. They were winning 3 nothing after three quarters. Quarters, but Missouri beat them 14 to 3. Yes, 17 combined points. The fewest in a bowl game between top 10 teams since Oklahoma's title game about 20 years ago when they beat Florida State 13 to 2. Ohio State only had 106 yards passing tonight, under 100 yards rushing on 33 carries. In the first half at the Cotton Bowl tonight, 12 punts, under 50 yards passing combined. And on third down conversions, first half, one for 16 combined. Yeah, it was that kind of game. Clemson beat the the, uh, Kentucky Wildcats in the Gator Bowl 38-35 on a late touchdown run. Clemson in the fourth quarter today did make a 52-yard field goal that hit the crossbar and went over. And they eventually win by three. Memphis won in the Liberty Bowl, 36-26 over Iowa. No penalties, no turnovers for the home team. Iowa State as a club, 20 carries, zero yards rushing. Among the Saturday games, the Orange Bowl, Florida State against Georgia, number five against number six. Fiesta Bowl on New Year's Day will have number eight, Oregon, against number 23, Liberty. But the national semifinals are on New Year's, and that includes number one-ranked Michigan facing Alabama in the Rose Bowl semifinal. The forecast, well, tonight, rain in Pasadena and tomorrow morning, but no rain in the forecast for Monday. I'm sure it will look gorgeous as usual. About 60 degrees Monday, evening temperature in the 40s, and then we go indoors for the second semifinal, New Year's night, the Sugar Bowl matchup of number two, Washington, playing 
Moyne, Texas. As for the NFL news, Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddell is out this weekend with a high ankle sprain, but quarterback Tua Tonga-Vailoa will start despite thumb and quad injuries. Baltimore hosts Miami on Sunday. Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers questionable with a calf injury. Bengals wide out Jamar Chase was limited in practice again today with his bad shoulder. Cincinnati's at Kansas City Sunday, temperature in the 30s. Broncos wide receiver Cortland Sutton out this week with a concussion and wide receiver Jerry Judy is now questionable due to illness as Denver at 7-8 and eight hosts the Chargers on Sunday. Among the many missing for the Chargers, Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen, Joshua Palmer, Justin Herbert, etc. Brandon Staley. <laughs> Brandon Staley and GM Tom Telesco while we're at it. Packers wide receiver Christian Watson doubtful with a bad hamstring, but running backs Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon cleared to play Sunday night against the Packers. The Vikings will be starting rookie quarterback Jaron Hall. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs doubtful with a quad entry as the Raiders are at the Colts. Patriots wide out Juju Smith-Schuster out this weekend with an ankle injury. New England's at Buffalo Sunday. Temperature in the 30s. Washington's starting quarterback this week, Jacoby Brissett, is questionable with a right hamstring injury. and A tight hamstring is what they called it. 49ers at Washington Sunday. And Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars. That quarterback will not play this weekend. Sprained right shoulder. C.J. Bethard will start. The Red Sox agreed to sign right-handed pitcher Lucas Giolito. One year plus an option. NHL overtime wins for Dallas, Columbus, and Seattle. In the NBA late game, the Clippers beat Memphis 117 to 106. The Clippers this month 11 and 2. Wins for Portland and for Phoenix, which beat Charlotte 133 to 119. Charlotte's lost 10 in a row. Sun shot 62% from the floor tonight. Oklahoma City got 40 points from Shea Gilgis Alexander in an easy victory at Denver, ending the Nuggets' six-game winning streak. Philadelphia won a close one without the injured Joel Embiid at Houston. Tyrese Maxey had 42 points for Philly. Wins for Sacramento and Milwaukee. Boston 16-0 at home after edging Toronto. Wins for Orlando and Washington, which was 5-25, but beat Brooklyn 110-104. College Hoops, San Diego State, a winner at number 13, Gonzaga. 84-74, McNeese State won at Michigan. Easy wins in the top 10 for Kentucky and North Carolina, for Arizona and Purdue. And this note from Stats Inc. on the Purdue All-American Center, Zach Eady. First 13 games this season, his team has won 12 of the 13. He has already reached 300 points total and 30 blocks. They say the last man to do this, Division I or NBA, was Shaquille O'Neal with the Lakers over 20 years ago. Pretty good start for the All-American. He's good. Fox Sports Radio, thank you to Sager. Have a great evening. Mm -hmm. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Jason Martin filling in. For Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. I had a follow-up, but I can't remember what it was to something DeSager said. Oh! He said rain was in the forecast tomorrow. I thought this was interesting, Jason. I just saw. Michigan has moved their uh, practice tomorrow to SoFi Stadium, which is largely an indoor uh, stadium. Alabama is still going to practice outside. That's that's because Harbaugh wants to get used to SoFi. Oh! Shots fired! Sorry. Sorry. Are the Chargers willing to pay more than $4 million a year for a head coach now? Or that is uh, That's that- what they claim. That's what that's what Spanos uh-huh. came out and said. He's like, oh, that's a bad narrative. We will spend what we have to spend. I'm like, all right, well, we'll, we'll believe it when we see it because it's not happened before. I talked to a buddy uh, who works in the media now who played for the Chargers, and he played for probably four or five NFL teams. He goes, 
it was by far the most mom and pop organization that I have ever yeah. been part of. But I was going to ask, Alabama practicing in the rain, Michigan practicing indoors. Now I know DeSager just said that you know there's expected to be good weather on Monday. Is that just Saban being Saban, preparing for everything? Am I overanalyzing? Does that mean anything to you that Michigan will move their practice indoors while Alabama plans on practicing outside? No, not really. Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, I, it's 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 an interesting talking point, and if you know if the game goes a certain direction, then it's another one of those things that you could potentially use after the fact. But no, it doesn't really move the needle much for me. Just a thought. Just a thought. Tell- yeah, I mean, I think it's worth throwing out. I mean, I certainly think that it's a viable thing to mention. I just, it doesn't, it's not something that rises to the level of, oh, well, I, I need to really stop and evaluate this. Nah, probably not. I don't disagree. It was just something I was thinking out loud about. But I'll tell you what, Jason, we got one segment left, one NBA topic that I do want to get to before we get out of here. Jason Martin, Aaron Torres in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Wanting to throw Cook into the end zone. Caught by Burton, excuse me. Saw a Buckeye player dive in front of the far end zone. And Missouri crowd erupts as Luther Burden has his first touchdown of the night. 
By the way, that kind of tells you how the Missouri-Ohio State game was when they kind of even screwed up the only touchdown call of the game. I'm sorry. Uh, shout out. That was the Missouri Radio Network. They did a great job on the call. Uh, and that was the Progressive Play of the Day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is the Jason Smith Show. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon are out. Aaron Torres and Jason Martin are in. Jason Martin and I will be in again on Monday following the college football playoff. So make sure to tune in. Uh, Jason and I also do every Saturday from 11 p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m. Pacific. So make sure to tune in tomorrow evening where we will be recapping uh, the what should be a very fun Lions-Cowboys game. Jason, really quickly, uh, there was, I think, one pseudo-interesting result from the NBA. The Phoenix Suns did beat the Charlotte Hornets 133-119. to Now, you're probably sitting there saying, why am I supposed to care about a random regular season game with the Phoenix Suns? It is because for just the second time this season, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker were all on the court at the same time. Phoenix wins... But with the win, they improved to a whopping 16-15 and 15 overall. They got embarrassed on Christmas night. And that was, by the way, maybe the one game that everybody watched because football was done by then. Um, and we saw a report from Adrian Wojnarowski that, quote, Kevin Durant is not happy with the state of the Phoenix Suns, who did get back into the playoff picture with back-to-back wins. Jason, are you surprised that Kevin Durant, maybe the least content player ever for all of his talents is reportedly according to the best NBA insider on the planet unhappy with the situation in Phoenix uh on a scale of zero being not surprised at all to a thousand being really 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 surprised I'm at about a negative 15 million (laughs) there's nothing shocking about this at all this is someone who has chased happiness for now three stops Chased it to Golden State, chased it to Brooklyn, now chased it to Phoenix. If it isn't perfect, he's probably not going to be happy. I hate that for him. He's an unbelievable player. I love watching him. Uh, As a Thunder fan, I adored him when he was in Oklahoma City, of course. But as we've seen more and more, when things start to go awry, when things aren't going exactly right, he gets frustrated real fast. And what did we know with the Bradley Beal situation, and with acquiring Kevin Durant. Well, they were going to have to get rid of their depth. They were going to have to get rid of their defense. Now they've gotten rid of their coach because they lost in the playoffs, and their coach is now coaching the Pistons, which is very unfortunate for him. But nothing is the same, and I think that Kevin Durant is kind of reverting back to his usual programming. He is going back to his – this is like he is hard resetting his phone. <laughs> and his internal mechanism is discontent, and it starts to leak out. This is step one. Now we have to see what what happens after this. So here's my thing. So, so first of all, I agree with everything you said. I guess my question for Kevin Durant would be, what did you expect when you not only demanded a trade – but it became abundantly clear that Phoenix was the only person, the only place that you wanted to go. Then, to get there, they essentially had to trade every piece, every 
you know, valuable non-superstar piece to get you. They had trade Mikael Bridges, who, by the way, is having a phenomenal year for the for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, to be fair, he's really not the kind of player that you can build around as your best player, but as your third or fourth best player, absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Mikael Bridges averaging 21 points per game. Cam Johnson, who was also in that trade, 15 points per game. So, you had to trade two 15-plus point-per-game scores to get this guy. Chris Paul leaves. DeAndre Ayton gets traded. You have to trade draft picks to get... Like, I guess this is... like. What did you think was going to happen? And by the way, it's not as though we haven't seen Kevin Durant on a team with a big three and nothing else behind them. It was called the Brooklyn Nets. It did not work. Him, Kyrie, and James Harden won a grand total of one playoff series together. Now, you could argue, you know, would it have blown up if it wasn't for COVID? Kyrie doesn't show up. James Harden gets met. I don't care. We just saw this exact same thing. You cannot win without a bench. You cannot win without depth. Look at the teams who are making consistent runs. Denver last year was 8-9 deep with dudes that can play. The Miami Heat, some is greater than the parts. Like, anyone who did not see this coming, I I don't know. I mean, somehow Kevin Durant didn't see it coming. I don't want to say you you don't know basketball, but I'm just saying, like, how did you not see this coming? We just saw the exact same thing in Brooklyn two years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I don't I don't really know the answer and what what is going to make Kevin Durant happy and I don't know that there's an answer to that question I don't know that he could answer that question I don't think that he goes into these scenarios in bad faith though. I agree I agree I don't I think he goes thinking this is going to be the one and unfortunately when things start to crumble a little bit he then realizes, nope, this wasn't it. Then he starts looking around. And I don't know how fast that that maneuver happens, and maybe it's going to get quelled and everything's going to be all right. But it doesn't feel real good right now in Phoenix. And, of course, he's looking up and seeing his other malcontented brother, James Harden, succeeding right now with the Clippers, largely because Kawhi Leonard has been healthy and playing. Um, but that mixture seems to be working pretty well. You heard Sager say earlier they're 11-2. and two. This month, they're, they're playing really nice basketball. That's probably not making Kevin Durant particularly happy to see either. So, And he's just getting older, and his last couple of chances to win a championship no. seem to be evaporating around him because there are better teams. Even his first team, Oklahoma City, looks real good right now with young talent. Kevin Durant, the one thing that I don't think he wants his career to go down with is only having one with Golden State. Mm-hmm because there is going to be a knock on it, even if he was the best player on the floor the years that they won the championship in Golden State. And the longer this goes, the more likely that is going to be the end of his career is he's going to be a two-time champion, both of them uh, alongside that crew of Hall of Famers in Golden State. Yeah, I'll say, and we're coming up on the end of the show here, but we've talked about this. I actually, in a weird way, feel bad for Kevin Durant because as great of a basketball player as he is, I just think he totally lacks any sense of self-awareness. Had no idea how it would be perceived him going from Oklahoma City nearly beating Golden State to joining a 73-win team. Going to Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving when everybody kind of saw this, the warning signs with Kyrie Irving. Trading for James Harden when we saw the James Harden warning signs. Trading for Ben Simmons when we saw the Ben Simmons warning signs. Now everything that's going on in Phoenix the good news is, Jason, they have won two in a row. Bradley Beal was back today. Tell you what, Jason, I think we got to get out of here. I had a, a lot of fun tonight, Jason. Yeah. Crushing Ryan Day. 
And we'll do it again tomorrow. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, we'll do it again. All right. Jason Martin and I will be back on air tomorrow night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Also filling in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Monday night following the college football playoff. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason and Mike will be back on Tuesday. Myself and Jason Martin in on Monday night. If you did not catch the whole show, make sure to download the podcast available shortly after the show. Thank you to the crew, Tyshirt, Pat, and DeSager. Coming up next, Bernie Fratto. Of the Bernie Fratto Show, this is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.